Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back or welcome to Behind the Girl Boss. I'm your host Amanda and if you didn't know anything about me already, my name is Amanda. I'm a 22-year-old content creator from Montreal, Canada. I go to school full-time at Concordia University studying communications and cultural studies. I also do YouTube, Instagram, this podcast. We're not going to add TikTok in there, but like, you know, TikTok. Um, I also own two companies, one being an apparel company and one being a candle company. And I also do freelance video editing on the side. So that's a little bit about me, this podcast, like it's called Behind the Girl Boss. I have a love for discovering people's stories, their journeys, how they got to where they are today. And of course, my podcast has a focus on women only just because I feel like there's not enough representation of like business lifestyle, social media creators, business owners and stuff like that for the like for the women. The women are literally amazing and no one talks about them enough. So I wanted this podcast to really focus on women and their stories and how they got to where they are today and how they are the most amazing CEOs. So that's what this podcast is about. It's mainly like it's really heavily influenced on interviews. So I love to just talk to people and get to know their stories. So yeah, that's what this podcast is about. I hope you're excited and I hope you're interested. And before we kind of get into today's episode, I made this new segment for the podcast where I have a journal prompt for you guys every single week because I have grown a love for journaling and it's something that I've been doing every single day. And sometimes I sit there and I'm like, I don't know what I want to write about today. And then I just find a prompt and it's so much fun. So I thought that it would be cool to insert a journal prompt every single episode. And I will also be posting it on my Instagram. And you guys can write with me. You can write out your anything. You can write, write, write. Just get all your feelings out. You got this. Um, so let's get into this week's journal prompt. Today's journal prompt is, what are five things that you do really well? I feel like a lot of the times when we journal, we kind of really focus on what's bringing you down, why you're having a bad day, why you're feeling bad, all these things. And although that is a really big reason as to why I journal, I think kind of like talking about happy things can also be really good. So I want you to sit there and I want you to think of things that you do well, whether it be video editing, whether it be drawing, whether it be listening to people, whether it be giving advice to people. I want you to sit there and kind of really realize what like what you do good and what you're good at because it's really important to realize the things that we're good at. Um, So that is this week's journal prompt and I will be posting this on Instagram within the week. So if you do end up writing this and you see it pop up on your Instagram, I would love to hear your thoughts and just how you felt about this journal prompt. So this episode, I have Ali on the podcast. Ali is a content creator from Ottawa, Ontario, which is in Canada, if you didn't know. She is a digital creator. She creates content on YouTube. She has over 9,000 subscribers on YouTube. She also does Instagram blogging and she is a photographer. We spoke all about what it's like being a college student in Ontario. We spoke about how to balance having a YouTube channel along with being in school. We spoke about her photography journey and so much more. It was such a fun conversation. It's always so fun to like talk to people that live close to me or are also Canadian because I feel like we see so many American creators, but like there's not so much of a focus on like Canadian creators. So I was like, you know what? 
we're going to get more Canadians on the podcast this year. So that's exactly what we did. Um, This conversation was so much fun and I'm excited for you guys to listen to it. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey everyone, what's up and welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. So today I'm here with Ali. So hi, Ali. Hi. Do you want to start off by telling us a bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Ali. I'm currently 18 years old and I'm from Ottawa, Ontario. I'm in my second year studying health sciences at McMaster University. And in my free time, I love making YouTube videos, doing photography, as well as anything else creative. Awesome. So before we kind of jump into the questions that I have for you, I like to do a little hot seat segment to kind of like break the ice and just get into things. Um, So you can answer whatever comes to mind first. So where is your dream vacation? Um, I've always wanted to go to Bali, Indonesia. Um, Mm -hmm. I love the waterfalls. I love the nature and I've never been. So definitely there. Yeah, I see like pictures all over Instagram of Bali and like it just looks so beautiful. And I mean... (laughs) I wish I can go anywhere right now. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Um, The next one is, what is a TV show you can watch over and over? Hmm. So I actually haven't watched that many TV shows because I don't have Netflix. But when I did have my free trial, I really love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. See, I I feel like everyone says that, but I've never watched that. (laughs) You should. (laughs) I feel like I never watched like the the typical, like, you know, like everyone like watches the same TV shows. I never watch them and I always feel left out. (laughs) And the last one is, what is one skill you wish you had? Mm, I actually really wish I was good at drawing. Um, so I'm into like photography, like videography, um, stuff that's more like digital media. But I really wish I was able to like draw nice portraits or like paint. Um, definitely. That's something that I wish I could do. Yeah, I feel that. Instead, I just color because I mean, it's much easier. But <laughs> <laughs> um, So I split up this um, podcast recording into sections. So we're going to start off with... Um, university then go into youtube and then photography so you kind of brought this up already but where do you go to school and what's your major yes so i currently attend mcmaster university which is in hamilton and i'm studying health sciences just like in the core i'm not specializing in anything um yeah so what interested you in like this specific major um so when I was choosing where I wanted to go to for university, I was actually really undecided, especially in grade 12. Both my parents are engineers, so I was sort of always mm-hmm. pushed down that path. But I always really enjoyed like biology and life sciences and sort of learning about the human body. So I wanted to apply to some programs that were like health science, life science, that type of vibe. And when it came down to it, um, basically what I did was I looked at the first year required courses for both the programs and I tried to see like what I would actually enjoy learning and what mm-hmm. would I feel motivated to study throughout the throughout like university and like the course in health science just appealed to me more and that's sort of why I ended up choosing this program yeah makes sense um so there's like always like a buzz around like health sciences being like a really hard major since you're in your second year like how has it been going so far um so second year is supposed to be the hardest year so I can definitely say that it is quite a <laughs> step up from first year but honestly Mm -hmm. I would say it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be I definitely still have time to do extracurriculars um make YouTube videos and follow sort of some of my other passions outside of school so I don't think it's like it's taking over my entire life maybe like some engineering majors are Mm -hmm. um but definitely we still have to study to get the good marks 100 percent. is there any like other major that like you if you weren't in health sciences do you think you would have went into yeah so actually if I didn't go to McMaster I'd probably be at the University of Toronto right now studying engineering science (laughs) yeah so sort of another path Uh I wish I was like good at sciences or math or anything but like all throughout high school I was like literally passed by like the teeth of my skin like (laughs) by like 60 61 percent like I was so bad (laughs) 
I feel like as long as you're doing something that, something that you enjoy, um, yeah. you'll be able to make it in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I don't really know much about like health sciences and stuff, but is there like any internships that you can do during school? Um, and like, what is your view on internships in this kind of um, program? Yeah, so like internships um, and co-ops sort of depend on what you plan on doing after your like your undergrad or if you do want to try exploring different options. So I think a lot of health science or life science majors um, really want to get like a research internship either during the year or during the summer. So this past summer, I was a research intern in Montreal because two of my friends actually go to McGill. So I sort of stayed in their apartment and that was like a really amazing experience. Mm -hmm. I feel like I learned a lot from that. And yeah, I would definitely recommend, even if you're not sure what you want to do, just just reaching out to professors, seeing if they'd be willing to take on another student. And oftentimes you only need one yes to sort of get that first opportunity and see if that's the right path for you. For sure. I I totally agree with that. So how would you explain a typical university lifestyle in Ontario? Hmm, this is a good question. I think (laughs) it sort of depends on what university and also what program Mm -hmm. that you're in. Um, I do think that most programs are pretty flexible though with like your course load in comparison to your extracurriculars. So I would say for most people, it's totally manageable to do like other extracurriculars or get a part-time job or do something outside of just purely studying. And um, another thing about like Ontario universities is that after second year, upper year students generally move off campus unless they're like residence advisors. So it's sort of like a different experience in first year where you're meeting a lot of people in like a smaller community setting compared to second year and third year where people sort of branch off and um, stay more in their like closer circles of friends. So with like everything being online right now, um, how have you been dealing with with it because I feel like for sciences I don't know if I'd be able to like learn like through like zoom and stuff so mm-hmm. how has it been for you yeah for sure it's definitely been difficult especially for certain classes like anatomy where we have labs that are supposed to be mm-hmm. like hands-on now we sort of just watch videos online and like I don't think it's quite necessarily the same as like learning yeah. the material in person um, but I do think that a lot of props are trying to make the best out of the scenario and offering extra options office hours or providing extra optional assignments to help students do better. But I do think a big thing as well with school being online is that a lot of students are now at home and like not within their social circle anymore. So it's sort of also stay also harder to like stay motivated and keep studying, especially when there's no one around you to like motivate you to, yeah, keep on studying. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I agree with that. Like for myself, I usually would study at like cafes or stuff like that mm-hmm. because like I can't study in my room. So that's mm-hmm. been like the hardest thing, I think, just like finding a good environment to study because I don't know about you, but I have like a hard time kind of separating like my at home life with school life when everything's done mm-hmm. in my room. Yeah, I totally feel you. <laughs> yeah, like on first year, um, I lived in res. So I sort okay. of only stayed in my room when I was like sleeping or like mm-hmm. taking a break. And if I wanted to study, I would go to a library. And it's yeah. definitely been a transition, especially coming back home this semester where like my bed is right behind me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so easy just to like get tired and like want to take a break and then not come back to actually study after. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. Um, is there ever like a part of you that wishes that you went to school outside of Ontario? Um, I actually only applied to one school outside of Ontario and that was in Quebec. Um, I do think about this sometimes, but also McMaster is like far enough away from home that it could Mm -hmm. be in like a different province. It's like a six hour drive down for me. So it is pretty far away. It does feel like 
I am getting away from home to get that university experience. Um, so I think I'm happy with the decision that I made. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> um, so when did you start your YouTube channel and why? Okay. So I actually started making YouTube videos back, I would say at the end of grade 12. And that was sort of just like to capture memories. I always wanted to start a YouTube channel, but I was mm -hmm. always intimidated and scared of what other people would say or if they would make fun of me. But you know, when you're in your last year, you sort of feel like it doesn't matter what the younger years say yes. about you. So I decided just to go for it. And yeah, um, I always loved creating videos and I just kept on continuing in freshman year. And here we are now. Awesome. So um, what do you shoot and edit with? Um, so I normally shoot with either my Canon M50, which is the camera that I started off with, or I also got the Canon G7X Mark II pretty recently because I wanted like one camera to be able to take photos with and the other to like time lapse those yeah. photo shoots. Yeah. And I edit on Final Cut Pro. Awesome. So if someone were to ask you what your channel is all about, like how do you, what do you say? How do you describe it? Mm -hmm. I would say it's like lifestyle college vlogs with some of the occasional like tips and advice. So like what are your favorite types of videos to record? Ooh, um, I love vlogging. I think vlogging is so fun, especially when it's with friends, um, mm -hmm. mainly because it's also like a sort of a way to like capture memories for me to look back on in a yeah. few months, in a few years. And it always feels nostalgic just to be able to sort of relive those moments over again. No, I totally feel that. Like sometimes I go back and I watch my videos from like three years ago and I'm like, like I was a whole different person. It's so weird. Like, but it's also so cool to like see like how you've grown as like mm -hmm. not only like a person, but even your content and everything. Yeah, for sure. So do you ever feel at a disadvantage being a Canadian content creator? Um, sometimes I do. I think it can be like a pro or a con. So definitely a con is that I feel like the American college like YouTuber scene is much more developed. So there's much mm -hmm. more opportunities for like brand deals or like collaborations or there's more likely to be a local creator in your area versus in Canada. I feel like the market is pretty unsaturated. There's not that many big YouTubers. And if they are big, they've gone down to the States, like in LA and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like it is definitely smaller than in the States, but this is also like an avenue that can potentially be explored um, because the audience hasn't been targeted as much yet. So how would you describe like um, the Ottawa content creator community? Because like here in Montreal, it's like very separated because of the French. So there's like, there's a lot more French content creators in Montreal than English ones. And like the two don't really mesh together. Um, so how would you explain like Ottawa's content creator community? Yeah, so I would say Ottawa's content creator community didn't really start growing until pretty recently, maybe in the past year or so. Um, definitely two years ago, there was not that many creators um, or like bloggers in the area, but I think mm -hmm. it's grown pretty much um, pretty recently. And yeah, I would say even though we're really close to Quebec, most content creators here just speak fully English. Mm -hmm. um, but it's great because a lot of them seem to be friends with each other as well. So we always see like two um, local creators collaborating and I think the fans really love that content and yes. yeah it's a great way for their audience to grow as well 100% so what would you say is the hardest part about having a YouTube channel um definitely I think people underestimate how much time it takes to like yes. edit and create videos and especially if you're like a smaller creator oftentimes what you get out of it like physically may be less than what you're putting in mm -hmm. um so yeah I would say if you're in it for the money, it's not going to work out in the long run. You truly have to be passionate about what you're doing and like creating videos um, to see your channel like grow. 
hundred percent. Like I always tell people to never start YouTube for the money because even when you start like getting that YouTube AdSense and stuff, mm. like it's nothing, it's nothing like spectacular. Like some people make it seem like some people get like, I mean, there are people that get like a good, like $20,000 from YouTube AdSense, but like, that's not what you're going to get at the beginning of starting it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something that everyone like needs to remember. Yeah, for sure. And on the flip side, what would you say is the best part about being a content creator? I, my favorite part, sort of the reason why I started, I just love capturing memories. Mm -hmm. I love recording moments with my friends, especially looking back on them and like being able to laugh about it. And yeah, I feel like we sort of touched on this on already, but I just love seeing how I was able to grow, even in comparison mm-hmm. to like a few months ago, a few years ago, and to see sort of um, how my mentality or like mindset or goals has shifted yeah. over the course of the years. Awesome. So you have over 8,000 subs. Um, would you say this has been like a gradual or pretty rapid growth? Um, I would say it's been a pretty gradual growth. I did have one video that sort of did really well and that got me a couple of, gave me a little boost, but Mm -hmm. I would say it's been like a pretty like slow, consistent growth over the past couple months. No, understandable. So what advice would you give someone right now who's been struggling with their channel or kind of like lost with the content that they want to do? I think if you're like just starting out and you're feeling unmotivated because you're not getting the views that you want or you're not getting the engagement that you want, I think just remember sort of why you started and why you like to create content and just like looking back upon your roots on, yeah, just like thinking back upon like your roots. Yeah. And um, yeah, just like keep going, keep pushing at it. There's definitely going to be bumps along the road, Mm -hmm. but if you just keep pushing and keep working through it, you definitely get stronger. Your skills will improve. Um, things will come eventually. Just don't give up right away and push through it. You got this. <laughs> yes. Love that. Um, so when did you start your photography journey and what kind of led you in to be like being interested in taking photos? Mm-hmm. So I sort of started this whole thing a couple years ago on Instagram, actually. And this is back then. I don't know if you remember, there was a quality Tumblr phase. Yes. Um, Yes, you do. So at the same time, there was something called Carefree. And basically, you just like took pictures of anything, put a filter on Visco and like uploaded it. And that's when I first started off. I would take pictures on my like dad's iPad. And (laughs) it's sort of just grown from there. Um, I didn't really get into like more professional like business photography Mm -hmm. until early this year. And that's sort of just because I never thought that people would actually want me for them to take photo for me to take photos of them or that people would actually want to pay for my services. Mm -hmm. And I think after a while you have to realize what your worth is and that you're capable to do this kind of thing as well and just go after it. Yes. Love that. So what type of photography do you do? Um, so I do some portraits and also business, like shoots for businesses mainly. Um, so what do you shoot and edit your photos with? Um, so I also shoot with my Canon M50 and I love it because it has an interchangeable lens. Mm-hmm. My current favorite lens is the 50 millimeter F 1.4 because it makes the background look nice and blurry and I edit on Adobe Lightroom. Awesome. So how do you like get your customers? Like, is it solely through Instagram? Do you have a website? 
Mm-hmm. So right now it's solely through Instagram. In the new year, I'm looking to um, create a website as well as um, make business cards. But so far, it's been purely through Instagram. And I think if you are trying to start a photography business, a good tip I would have is to follow a lot of local people in your area, just to, like get yourself out there. And that's also a good way to grow your um, account as well. And mm-hmm. it'll get more eyes on your page and your work. Do you have a favorite shoot of yours that you've done so far? Um, I really loved working with this coffee shop called Equator Coffee um, in Westboro, and I got some really nice shots of their latte art, which I always wanted to do. (laughs) And yeah, I really love those photos. So cool. And what's one type of photography you want to get better at? Hmm, Definitely landscape photography. I think one of my dreams is to like travel the world and be a photographer for National Geographic, but (laughs) it's quite hard, especially... Yeah, especially living in an area that doesn't have that many like cool natural Mm -hmm. landscapes. Um, But yeah, that's definitely one avenue that I want to explore and like learn more about. That'd be so cool. Um, So the last part of my podcast, I asked people on Instagram to ask you questions and I picked Mm -hmm. four of my favorite ones. So the first one is, where do you get your inspiration for your photography? Hmm, That's a good question question. I feel like for some shoots, Pinterest is always a really good place. You can just search up um, like the title of your shoot. So either like coffee shop photography or like couples photo inspiration. And I feel like there's always some really good ideas on there and I have Mm -hmm. different boards on different types of shoots that I go on. And also different um, content creators, even in your area, in your region, if you follow some, they always have cool concepts like smoke bomb photo shoots or like working with dancers and yeah, just sort of finding that inspiration all around you. Yeah, no, Pinterest is literally like the best thing. I go to it for every single thing. Like I have so many boards, just like uh-huh. obsessed. <laughs> yes, I really love it. And someone else would like to know, have you ever been burnt out and how do you deal with it? Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I feel like especially balancing so many extracurriculars along with school, it's really easy to get tired and um, feel super stressed out about your work. And I think when mm-hmm. that hits, you sort of just have to take a step back, um, take a few days off to yourself, spend time with some family, with some friends. And even if that means like detoxing, completely going off of social media for a while, or completely just like not focusing on content creation, I feel like those couple of days can really be key in sort of resetting your mindset and helping you feel re-energized and refreshed when you do feel like you're ready to come back to work. Yes, I totally agree with that. Um, someone else would like to know who are your, who are some of your favorite content creators? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, let me think. I really love Nyana Florence. She is Mm -hmm. based somewhere in Europe, I believe. Yeah. I don't (laughs) remember where, but I, yeah. 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 She's based somewhere in Europe. Um, I have like a Instagram friend. Her name is Laura Medley. She's in the UK and she's also a college YouTuber. I love her content as well. And also Nicole, Nicole vlogs. She goes to U of T and she's also like a small Canadian content creator. And I love her videos. Yeah, I think it's just so cool that like YouTube can literally show you different people from like all around the world. Like I become friends with people like that live thousands and thousands of like mm-hmm. miles away. And it's just like such a cool concept. Mm-hmm, for sure. And the last one is how do you balance school and YouTube? 
Yeah, this is definitely hard. <laughs> I definitely feel like sometimes one is always sort of left behind. So when mm -hmm. school is not that busy, I'm more focused on YouTube. When school does get busy, that's when my uploads start, start to get less consistent. So it's something that I'm working on as well. But definitely um, planning is so important. Planning out all your tasks, making sure you're staying on top of your school along with creating videos. Um, it's really easy to get sucked into one project that you're doing and sort of forget about your other commitments. Um, but I think keeping yourself accountable even if that means just like making a schedule and trying to your best to stick along with it. Um, yeah, just sort of just like staying on top of your stuff and planning out your time accordingly, I think would be like the biggest tips I could give. Yes, I agree with that. Um, so that's all I have for you today. So thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Um, before you go, do you want to shout out your socials for anyone listening that may not know you yet? For sure. So my YouTube channel is Ali C. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at TBH Ali or at Shop by Ali for my photography. Awesome. Well, thank you so much once again. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Amanda. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I really do hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope you guys got to learn more about Ali if you already knew her. And if you didn't know her, I hope you got to find another creator to follow and support. So don't forget to follow her on Instagram, YouTube, and her photography Instagram. If you want to follow me, please don't be shy. My Instagrams are either at Behind the Girl Boss or at It's Amanda Wan. You can also follow me on YouTube, It's Amanda Wan. And I would love to just talk to you guys so if you have anything to tell me about either this podcast the journal prompt or anything don't be shy to dm me i answer most of my dms so we can have a little chat um but yeah i hope you guys enjoy this episode and i yeah that's all i really have to say i never know how to end this i'm just like mm, okay um yeah i hope you guys enjoy this and if you are listening to this on apple Podcasts, please leave a review i would love to hear what you guys think about the podcast and do not forget to follow or subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to Vaughn. And that's all I gotta say. So I hope you guys have a good morning, evening, afternoon, night, whatever time it is where you're listening to this at. But yeah, I will hear you guys next time. Bye.